Hariyo. We'll chant the first two verses. Shri Bhagavan Vacha Abhayam Sattva Samshuddhihi Jnana Yoga Vyavasthitihi Dhanam Dhamascha Yadnyascha Swadhyayastapa Arjavam Ahimsa Satyamakrodhaha Tyaga Shantira Peshunam Daya Bhuteshvalo Luptvam Mardavam Rira Chapalam so Daivi and Asuri Sampatti are uh, described here in this chapter. So each one of us, uh, we are uh, born with this uh, Daivi and Asuri Sampatti with different uh, proportion, different measure. And uh, the more we develop this uh, Daivi Sampatti, the more we will move towards uh, enlightenment and more we encourage the Asuri Sampatti, the more we get tied down to this world. So these qualities are to certain measure are there when we are born and it develops also and sometimes goes down also, depends on our sadhana and yeah, mainly our sadhana will help us to enhance these positive qualities. So Bhagavan mentions them here, enumerates them. Fearlessness is the first thing which he mentioned. That one who has got this ability to be totally fearless is a divine quality only. And then purity of the mind, interest in knowledge and also in uh, experiencing what is being uh, revealed in the scriptures. Then Dhanam, Dhamma, Yajna, Swadhyay, Self-Study, Tapa, Concentration, Arjavam, Straightforwardness, Ahimsa, Nonviolence, Satyam, Truthfulness, Akrodha, Absence of uh, Anger, Tyagaha, Renunciation, Shantihi, Peacefulness, Absence of Crookedness, Apaishunam, Daya, Bhuteshu, Compassion towards all beings, even those who disturb the peace and quietitude, you should have compassion towards them. Aloluptvam, Absence of Indulgence in or Attachment to Sense, Pleasure, Mardavam, Gentleness, Rehi, modesty, achapalam, and non-fickleness of the mind. These are all daivi sampatti. Some more are mentioned now in the third verse. Tejakshamadhrati shaucham, 
अद्रोहो नाति मानिता संपदम दैवी अभिजात भारत तेजक्षमाधृति शौचम हाँ तेज तेज इज ब्रिलियंस विच इज विच इज सीन ऑन द पर्सन्स पर्सनैलिटी और इवन ऑन द फेस दिस इज एन एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ द इनर गुड क्वालिटी ऑफ दैट पर्सन एंड शंकराचार्य जी सेज दिस इज नॉट जस्ट मेकअप ऑन द स्किन और समथिंग बट इट इज द एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ द इनर quality of that person expresses a stage of vigor on the on the person's personality it this is seen even in sometimes in animals also they also have depending on their qualities certain stage on their on their person personality similarly a human being if we follow the path of righteousness if we follow certain disciplines in life if we are truthful if you are honest if you have if we have proper understanding knowledge then it expresses on the face of that person also so that is called tej tejasvi a person becomes tejasvi sometimes we see such tej in a little person also like we have a story of nachiketa who who went to the lord of death to gain knowledge and he had so much tej that even uh, yamraj ji appreciated his tej and that tej came because of his vairagya and his single pointedness of his vision he knew what he wanted in life and he knew what he didn't want so that gives that uh, great power to a personality so that's called tej and this we see in some measure in the in the world in various people so this is a expression of the divine quality then come kshama forgiveness it's a very beautiful uh, quality forgiveness it is said that forgiveness is the abushan the ornament of the brave say when some anger comes and we want to uh, express or we want to take revenge and all it's a basic uh, quality of a asuri person but uh, capacity to forgive someone is something much uh, great it's said that uh, in english also they have the saying uh, to err is uh, human but to forgive is divine it is not only about forgiving uh, others but we need to forgive ourselves also many people they they punish themselves they judge themselves as very wrong and keep on punishing themselves we we give ourselves a, a verdict sometimes that punishment lasts for a long time so non forgiveness gives rise to the feeling of guilt in ourselves and also feeling of uh, anger 
hatred towards others. The others can be our own near and dear one. So it becomes easier for people to forgive someone who is far away and a distant person, but to forgive someone who is close is more difficult. So sometimes we have anger or hatred towards our own parents or our own children or our own relatives, friends, and it goes on for a long time. It remains in the heart. Sometimes we pass on this hatred or dislike to our children also. Our you can maintain that. So sometimes the hatred remains in tradition. Later on the children also will not know what was the reason for this hatred. But it is there. So this is uh, not a proper quality. So kshama, forgiveness is uh, very important. So when we forgive, we let go of the past. When we forgive, we also uh, make our path clear for for the higher uh, our uh, uh, our evolution. Because non-forgiveness keeps us bound to that which is low, that which is uh, negative. This has to be properly comprehended. This uh, forgiveness, forgiveness doesn't mean tolerance. Forgiveness means uh, uh, something else. So, uh, Kshama is very important uh, uh, divine quality. Then comes Dhritihi. Dhriti means perseverance. Perseverance means when we are totally tired and we can't move even one step forward, physically also, emotionally, intellectually, when we are absolutely exhausted, even under that circumstance, to get up and move forward is called perseverance. When things are very, very bad, that we can't take even one step forward to create that utsaha in ourselves and move ahead, that's called perseverance. That type of perseverance is required on this uh, path of spirituality. Not that after some time, one or two obstacles comes and we give up. That will not help. That whatever be the obstacle and whatever be the problem, one keeps on moving towards one's goal. That's called perseverance. No looking back. No taking about turn. Going forward towards our goal, whatever be the condition of the physical body or the surrounding circumstance. So whatever be the condition, one has to move forward and this energy we will get from ourselves. We have tremendous power within ourselves. We should be able to tap that power. We find that in the world, amazing performances being done by people in different fields. Sometimes we are amazed that how is it possible for that person to do such thing. It is possible for all of us, but we have not tapped into this, uh, we have not tapped this power. We have not harnessed this power which is there within us. So the dhriti, perseverance, 
is also very important. In Ramayana, we have the story of uh, Parvatiji, who did uh, special uh, tapas to attain Lord Shiva. And she was so perseverant in it. Lord Shiva had decided not to get married. He had got married once and it did not work well. She was married to Sati and then she gave up her body. But the same Sati was born again as Parvati. And Shivji had decided he was not going to get married. But Parvati also decided that I will marry him only. And she started doing her tapas. And she went on and on and on. It's total focus on attaining Lord Shiva. She did her tapas. It didn't matter to her whether he has decided not to marry on. She had decided to just move in this path. Lot of obstacles came in her way. Even the great rishis, Sapta rishis came and they said that, Oh, why you want to marry Lord Shiva? Lord Vishnu is so nice and wonderful. He has got better uh, facilities, good home and everything is nice. So why don't you marry him? And you don't have to do special tapas. We have our own contacts. <laughs> so you uh, don't worry about this tapas. But Parvatiji said no. I will strive only to attain Lord Shiva. And I am following my teacher. So Narajji was a, is a teacher who told her that two tapas and you will attain Lord Shiva. So he said, Janma koti lage ragara hamari varahu shambhu natu rahu kuvari. That not only for one lifetime, I am ready to spend crores of lifetime to attain Lord Shiva. Either I will marry him or I will die unmarried only. So that type of dhrati when one has, even Bhagwan has to change his plan. That is the, that is the power of perseverance. So this is also a divine quality. So shaucham, then comes shaucham, purity. Purity of our body, purity of our speech. Purity of emotions, purity of our actions, purity of thoughts, our understanding, purity of our relationship, purity at all levels. Purity. Shaucham. As they say, cleanliness is next to godliness. So here cleanliness itself is expressed as a godly, divine quality. So shaucham. So even our words should be made clean. We need not use all the words in the English dictionary. Just because they are there, one need not use all those words. Not only English, whichever language we are speaking. All the words need not be used. Only And even to uh, express something which is uh, negative and one has to express it, we can use some positive words for that. That's also possible. People actually use uh, negative words and then that word, those words have negative effects on us. We interpret some of our events in our life using strong words and those words, they have negative effect on us. Simple thing happens and we 
we interpret it as horrible. Horrible thing happened today. So you feel that horrible means wonder what happened. Horrible thing happened. And it can be something very silly. Something to do with their day to day life. Hmm? Maybe the milk or the tea is spilled and uh, spoiled their dress or something. Horrible thing happened. So if such little things are interpreted as horrible, then more difficult things, they will not have any term and that will not be, one will not be able to face them. Because when it is, it is interpreted as horrible, then all the energy of the body, mind is uh, kindled to face that. So when real horrible or real bad things happen, we will not have energy to face them. Because already we have spent our, our arsenal on little things. So it's very important that we control our tongue and use words which are clean. We use emotions which are clean, thoughts which are clean. And uh, also the input, if we have clean input through our senses, then the mind will also remain uh, clean. So, shaucham, cleanliness is a very important uh, quality, purity, very important quality of, uh, and it is considered as a divine uh, quality. So, shaucham. Then comes adroha, absence of droha. Droha means hatred, absence of hatred towards all beings. Bhagavan mentions this as a bhakta lakshana also. Adveshta sarva bhutanam maitra karunayvacha. Absence of hatred towards all beings. See, it might begin with a little dislike, intolerance, anger. Then slowly that anger builds up and becomes hatred. See, when we, when we have some dislike or anger, and we keep contemplating on it negatively, then slowly it it gets into uh, it becomes uh, more powerful and it turns out into hatred. So even at the basic uh, level, when this uh, uh, dislike and all begins, if one is able to discard them, then they will not uh, grow to become hatred. So, adroha, absence of hatred towards uh, all beings. Sometimes people have hatred towards objects also. So, towards all objects, towards all beings, towards oneself. Absence of that. When we have that uh, feeling of hatred, we want to punish, we want to even do something uh, which is unrighteous. In, in the third chapter also Bhagavan says this krodha or this anger and hatred uh, makes a person walk on the path of unrighteousness. Kama esha krodha esha rajoguna samadbhavaha mahashano mahapapma. He says it is mahapapma. It makes a person do all sorts of sins. Because when that anger comes, we are then we lose our control. See, emotions and our understanding 
uh, if they are tuned to each other, then it is the best thing. But at times uh, they are not tuned, certain emotions becomes more powerful, then those emotions suppress our understanding and take over. They take over our whole personality and system and they function. Like in a very sober mood, a person may not think of doing certain things, but when angry, may do something uh, which is quite horrible. And later on again, when the anger goes away, then that person starts repenting. So, these emotions, they have their own energy, own strength of uh, possessing that person. Therefore, sometimes we use that word, no? he was possessed with anger. Avesh it is called. Kurot ke avesh me agya. If the anger is under our control, then it is fine. In the sense, at times, one has to show anger. Even Bhagwan Ram Chandraji showed his anger. But the anger was under his control. So if it is under our control, then it is a, it can be tolerated. But if it is not under control, then the anger does the work. Then your understanding, your wisdom will make no difference. Then it will be sidelined. It will be suppressed. And the anger will function. So what the anger will do, we don't know. So, adroha, absence of hatred. Na atimanita, absence of too much of pride. Pride. Huh? Pride means uh, considering ourselves as, as the most uh, worshipful, better than others. To look down upon others and to think I am great. Hmm? That is called uh, Atimanita. And this uh, person who has got this pride constantly need uh, um, support from the world and from people to keep the pride, uh, enhance the pride. So they need some people, chaplus people to praise them. If they are not there, they will pay them and see that to mera photo nikal do, mera ye naam aana chahiye newspaper mein. And when I am doing this, you better notice it. And you tell to your other friends also. So they need and constant, it is not that one day you praise and next day you forget about it. No, next day also. Otherwise they feel lost. They feel uh, as though they feel uh, insecure. So pride is a very strange uh, uh, attitude which uh, we feel we are great and we need the uh, constant support of other people. And also we consider others as lower than us. So I am great and you are low. So this is uh, pride actually survives by making someone low also. The more you push people down, the more I feel I have risen up. So it's a very strange and a very negative uh, attitude. And uh, a divine person, a person having divine quality will not have this pride. 
it is actually the humility uh, will be there because uh, he will recognize he or she will recognize that uh, that uh, real worth is our own own inner consciousness and all other things are temporary if i am proud about my body or wealth all these are temporary in bhaja govindam also bhagwan shankaracharya ji says that makuru dhana jana yavvan garvam harati niveshat kalas sarvam maya mayam idam akhilam budva brahma padam tvam pravisha viditva that don't be proud of your dhana jana yavvana of your wealth of your youthfulness of your popularity all these are temporary phenomena within short time they can be just uh, they can be lost they can just get destroyed so i am i am depending on external factor to consider myself great bhagwan says you are great by yourself you don't require external factor for your greatness recognize that greatness understand your own real nature and be proud about it and when we understand that real nature we will understand that the same thing is there in other person also so we will be more respectful towards others also otherwise what happen people evaluate other people based on their wealth and their achievement but even a simple person without any having any achievement or having any wealth or any external factor also is as great as anybody else because that divinity god resides in his heart god makes everyone great so the presence of god ishwara should be experienced and we should be uh, we should feel blessed that he is there in me and he is there in everyone so i need not be proud about the external factors which are so temporary and will get lost at any time and uh, and this pride also makes a person more and more uh, dependent on this and lose his uh, his uh, goal one will one will not be able to spend uh, effective time and energy to pursue the real path and to pursue and attain that supreme goal so na atimanita absence of pride is also divine quality so thus bhagwan has enumerated these few qualities bhavanti sampadam daivim bhagwan says this is daivis qualities sampadam daivim divine qualities divine wealth these are the wealth these are the gifts which which are given to us by the divinity these are wealth in us see we measure our life by sometimes by external wealth but this is the inner wealth a person may be very rich externally but extremely poor inside and external wealth may help us to to gain certain external factors but this inner wealth will help us to gain something much sublime with the external wealth i can get a bed but to sleep i need inner wealth 
Externally, I may have a big house and all, to, but to feel secure, I need inner wealth. To feel peaceful and happy, I need inner wealth. To have connection with God, I need inner wealth. Bhagwan doesn't check our external wealth. Bhagwan checks our inner wealth. When Bhagwan met uh, Shabri, he told her that Manaho ek bhagati karanata. I consider love as the main factor in my relationship with uh, my people. I don't care which uh, caste you are born in, what is your other dharma and your education and your wealth and your family and all factors, I don't look into that. I see whether you have love and reverence for me. If you have, then we are related. So in order to relate ourselves with the divinity, I need this inner wealth. If I am poor inside, then even if I do big rituals, Bhagwan will not care for that. So this inner wealth is very important. So Bhavanti Sampadam Daivim, these are the Daivi Sampada, Abhijatasya Bharata, those who are born, there are, we are born with certain qualities. So each one of us are born with certain qualities and we as we live in this world, we enhance those qualities or we sometimes we live badly and we destroy this. It's like we are given a capital. When we are born, we are born with a capital in our hand. Either we increase it or we, we deplete it. Depends on us how we have lived our life. Uh, this Daivi qualities will help us to attain moksha and asuri quality will bind us to this world. After explaining and enumerating these Daivi qualities, now Bhagwan in the next verse, he enumerates the asuri qualities. They are easier to recognize sometimes. So let us see. Dambho darpoti manascha Krodha parusha mevacha Adhyanam chavijatasya Partha sampadam asurim Dambho darpoti manascha He enumerates few of these negative asuri sampati, asuri qualities. Uh, in one verse itself, first Bhagwan enumerates. And then he describes this in detail in the in the following verses. The idea behind describing this negative quality is to help us recognize them. It is not to judge other person or it is not just for uh, the sake of uh, describing, but it is in order to recognize 
and to drop them. See, unless we recognize, we won't be able to strengthen what is good and uh, and drop what is bad. Both these qualities are within us. And our attention, we have the power to pay attention. So wherever we pay attention, those qualities get strengthened. It's like the like the trees. When they are, have, they get uh, like we have plants at home and all. When they get enough supply of sunlight and all, they grow more vigorously. But when they are kept away from sunlight and from other nutrients, they become weak automatically. Similarly, our uh, our awareness, our attention is like the sunlight. When we focus our attention on that which is positive, they become strong and they start growing. And when we focus our attention on that which is negative, they also become strong and start growing. Huh. For example, anger or uh, any other uh, negative quality, if one keep on looking at it and focusing one's attention, then we will not be able to overcome that anger. Huh. It, it starts enhancing. Um, in, instead of that, we should focus our attention on the positive, on love, on kindness, on compassion. If our attention is focused on that, then that gets strengthened and the negative qualities automatically start disappearing. But we should be able to uh, recognize them and should be able to, uh, what you call, avoid them. That is very important. Therefore, here Bhagwan has described them. Because at times what happens, certain qualities are negative and we, if we don't recognize them, then we will be uh, unknowingly encouraging those qualities. So Bhagavan says, these are the Asuri Sampatti, Dambhaha, the first and the foremost negative quality mentioned here is called Dambha. Dambha means hypocrisy. Uh, showing something else outwardly. So, showing a positive quality outwardly. But really speaking, a person is negative within. And this is a very dangerous uh, phenomenon. And it, uh, it sometimes, uh, it creates a delusion in our own mind also. So, a person is very negative within. But on the surface, in speech or in action or in some environment shows something positive. Shows, huh? it's a show, show business. So outwardly showing a very nice and happy and very dharmic sort of person very sweet in talking and very uh, very polite and very diplomatic in his interaction with the world. So people wonder he's such a wonderful person. But those are the trained and uh, what you call learn, uh, learned uh, behavior 
with a very shrewd intention. They say Rahwan Vagere. Rahwan, when he came to Marij also for help and all, he came so nicely, politely. He said, Marij, kaise ho? Sab thak to hai. Maine suna Ram Ji ne aapki baut pitai ki. Everything is fine with you. So he came with so much of nice compassion and talking so gently that Marij is thinking in his mind that I am, I think I am in trouble now. This fellow is speaking so nicely, but I don't think he has got any good intention in his heart. So definitely my days are over. He will put me into some trouble. And he really put him into trouble. So outwardly to show a different face and inside to have all negative tendencies and behavior is called Dambha. Uh, it is said that uh, to 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 have a negative quality and recognize that this is negative at least we will be able to give give the, give up those negativities but to have negative quality and to coat it with something positive is more dangerous to justify our negative qualities to 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 nourish our negative qualities and somehow justify them is more dangerous than actual negative qualities because then it is very difficult for us to drop them and many people do that there are certain qualities which people somehow justify them anger jealousy pride greed what you call arrogance vanity all this or sadness fear sometimes we justify those we say, And sometimes we teach our children also. You should be proud and all. If someone says something, you should say it back to that person. What do you mean by that? And we teach them also. Then that fellow uses that same technique on us. And we say, don't be smart with me. You be smart with the world outside, but not with me. But if they are made to be smart, they will be smart with you first to check out whether it works or not. <laughs> so this type of uh, uh, teaching we give to them or we ourselves have, so this is not proper. So Dambhaha is a very negative Asuri Sampatti which has to be recognized and dropped. Then darpaha, darpaha is arrogance, a different uh, type of uh, pride, arrogance, arrogant person. Hmm. So this is also a very uh, negative behavior. And because of our wealth, of our, because of our uh, family, because of our achievements, Sometimes people give up their gentleness, they give up their good behavior and act very arrogantly. They behave badly with their own uh, people, with their own um, workers and show a lot of uh, that bad behavior. That is arrogance. This is also a highly negative quality. 
सुदंभ दर्पह अतिमान अतिमान और अभिमान डिफरेंट रीडिंग्स आर देयर सो अतिमान और अभिमान इज सेम विच वॉज एबसेंट इन अ डिवाइन पर्सन इज देयर इन दिस आसुरी टू मच ऑफ प्राइड कंसिडरिंग वन सेल्फ एज ग्रेट having that worshipful attitude towards one's own personality that my sabse badhiya hu and people should respect me and worship me and they should take care of me so we have our own image self image and we expect people to behave and to do certain things in a certain way for us if they don't do it then i feel apamaan i feel insulted and if they do something more than what i expected then i feel bahuman i feel honored i say ha i feel i should be sitting there but they give me slightly higher stool then i say ha mera bahut samman kiya unhone but if they give lower one then you feel real anger so it is our own measurement of ourselves and we are all the time in that only a person remains self centered the little self ego centered all the time thinking about it only no time for uh, any higher pursuit so abhiman or atimanaha then krodah anger anger is on the tip of his uh, nose or somewhere i don't know where do you say nose or tongue एंगर एंग्री यंग मैन और एंग्री ओल्ड मैन इट डजेंट डिपेंड ऑन द एज ऑल्सो एंग्री मैन वुमन हुएवर एंगर फ्रैक करके एंगर आ जाता है वाई बिकॉज टू मच ऑफ एक्सपेक्टेशन फ्रॉम द वर्ल्ड अराउंड एक्सपेक्टेशन फ्रॉम अदर्स वॉन्ट द वर्ल्ड टू बिहेव एंड टू मूव अकॉर्डिंग टू अवर our uh, our ideas want people to behave in a particular way want everything to go in a particular way instantly person becomes angry angry with people who are serving us also uh, at home servants may be there others are there ek hai roti kaise banaye aap sharam nahi aati hai then that fellow goes and again संसार बनाया आपने ये angry with everything and that expresses in our body also actually this all this negativity is they express in our body in the form of some disease ulcers some pain in joints here there all this rashes on the body all these are expressions of our uh, our uh, negative qualities 
some problem with the heart, with liver, with, I don't know where the liver is, huh? with liver, so let me not direct any, liver, kidney, these stones inside somewhere, gallbladder, this bladder, that bladder, all those things actually, they are also caused by our thinking, because our thinking, our attitude, they control not only our glands, the, the main glands, but all these glands are controlled by our attitude. And those glands control all the organs and all. They secrete that type of uh, juices and all for to maintain our body. So some negative thoughts and emotions and attitude can create those type of disease in our body. Hmm. Because all these are related, our mind is related to our body. So, Dambaha, Darpaha, Atiman, Krodaha, Anger, then Parushyam Evacha. Parushyam is harshness. Hmm? Parusha, Parusha Vachanam, using hard, uh, cruel words hmm? towards people. Harshness, this Parusha, Parushyam. Harsh words. See, our uh, tongue is uh, like our goddess Saraswati. Saraswati, our Vani, our words are like goddess Saraswati. Therefore, Saraswati Devi is called Vani Devi also. Vani. Now, you will find that uh, if you see goddess Saraswati, her uh, image is wearing white sari. Sitting on a, on a hamsa and having that veena and with a, with a veda in her hand, with a, also with a japamala. So all this uh, we will see that in Vani you don't find any weapons. Uh, some devis and all they have lots of weapons in their hand. Durga Devi and all she will not move around without carrying some weapons. But Saraswati Devi, she doesn't carry any weapon. She carries Veda. She carries Japamala. She carries Veena, which has to be tuned properly and it gives out wonderful music. So words should be used to study our Vedas, chant, recite Vedas. Words to chant Bhagwan's name and, and repeat the various mantras. Words should be used to bring out wonderful music. They should be tuned properly so that it gives joy to the world. Words should be pure, therefore the fair white dress is wearing. Words help us to discriminate and understand things better. Therefore that hamsa which can separate the water and the milk. But people give weapon in the hands of Saraswati. When we use harsh words, it's like using weapon. So Parushyam is a, also a very negative Asuric qualities. And all this is there because of Adnyanam. Adnyanam, ignorance. Ignorance of who I am. 
ignorance of what is this world ignorance that world is pervaded by divinity bhagwan says maya tatam idam sarvam jagad avyakta murtinai pervade this world in my unmanifest form so not knowing the nature of the world not knowing our own nature not understanding god not understanding life not understanding what is our duties what are our duties what is the goal of life this ignorance leads to all these negative qualities when i don't know what is good or better or the sublime then it expresses in the form of all these negative qualities bhagwan says adnyanam cha abhijatasya partha he partha a person a asuri person is born or a person who has got this qualities is like a asura only so person is born with this qualities these qualities are asuric qualities and uh, it leads us into more and more bondage so after mentioning the daivi sampatti and asuri sampatti now bhagwan tells us that why he has mentioned these two sampatti and what they they lead us to in the next verse he says daivi sampad vimokshaya निबंधाया सुरीमता माशुचसंपदम दैवीं अभिजातोसि पांडव दैवी संपत्विमो the most important thing about this two sampatti is that daivi sampat vimokshaya the daivi sampatti leads us to moksha to liberation and nibandhaya asuri mata and the asuri sampatti causes bondage this is the main uh, thing about this two sampatti now let us try to understand analyze this little uh, more uh, as i said everyone of us is born uh, with these qualities both daivi and asuri are there in us in different uh, measure all of us are born at a different uh, level of our spiritual evolution to give an example let me give example of water 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 is there remains in the liquid form water goes and becomes gas also vapor and water solidifies to become ice so just imagine ice and all it falls down the water flows forward and the gas vapor goes up and becomes one with the with nature 
this uh, you consider that as moksha huh? and the eyes as bondage for example huh? so don't be frightened to eat ice or ice cream so just imagine water at a particular temperature hmm. so that uh, water at, uh, at different places on earth and all water is available at different temperature or let us say we keep water in vessel and keep boiling keep uh, heating the water you will find that water gets heated slowly sometimes when you look at that vessel and the water you don't see any movement in that water we feel that everything is so nice and so calm and peaceful but no the water is getting heated up we have various uh, vessels filled with water and all of them are at different temperature all of them may look alike outwardly but if you have the right type of uh, measuring device the thermometer and all you can tell exactly what is the level of this water how close is this water towards enlightenment that we can say yes this water is moving towards enlightenment but to move towards enlightenment constant satsang is required niche ko gas jo burning gas is like satsang only association with the fire in order to become vapor the water should be associated with fire so then constantly it is burning so each one of us is let us for our sake of understanding imagine that we are like water at different temperatures and when we live in this world and when we follow this path mainly satsang our temperature keeps on increasing spiritual temperature increases and exactly at a particular point suddenly something happens a transformation takes place for a long time a person may imagine or feel that oh nothing is happening oh, i am the same you know char paanch saal se sun sun ke mere kaan bhi pak gaye but nothing seems to have happened how you know no ghar wale to bolte rehte kuch itna chinmay mission ja kar kuch nahi hua aapka so uh so one may feel that nothing is happening but something is happening if we are constantly doing satsang see our evolution happens by association our mind should be associated with something higher than we evolve when we get associated with something lower then we come down all our sadhana can be we can be Uh, what you call pointed out as sadhana in association only even when we contemplate and all i associate myself with higher thoughts sublime thoughts and i rise in my spiritual evolution so each one of us are at different temperatures and when our uh, temperature rises we as water when our temperature rises to 98 99 some of the water particles they get uh, this uh, heated up faster and they, the bubbles come out and all little little bu- bubbles start coming out right and the water also appears different there 
and then at the 100 degree temperature the whole water starts boiling and evaporating that's called moksha uh, enlightenment state of enlightenment it's just an example huh? so don't think that something bubbling will happen but uh, that's the state of enlightenment and it's very interesting the water which was behaving totally differently suddenly becomes totally different it becomes gas it becomes vapor it starts moving freely in space no longer confined to that vessel water was thinking that oh i am this vessel this pot you know little pot and all that water suddenly understands that i am not only inside the pot but i am outside the pot also it comes to recognize its real nature so similarly each one of us are at different levels of spiritual evolution and our level of spiritual evolution is measured by this pointers which are pointed out here by our divine qualities if they are and each one has to do their own measurement so how much of these divine qualities we have that will determine how nearer closer we are towards our goal and as i said the dough we are born with certain temperature we can increase or decrease suppose we don't uh, neglect if we neglect our uh, spiritual growth if we don't do satsang or we do dutsang then then the temperature can go down also we can become ice also it is also possible that we are born at a particular uh, level of evolution but we can devolve or we can rise so this is up to us so daivi sampad vimokshaya so daivi sampatti leads to moksha liberation liberation is is uh, recognizing our own real nature our self because our self is free i am free i the real self is free it's not bound by time space or any object it's like space it's not bound but i feel that i am bound i assume that i am bound so when one has one develops this good qualities and then with the help of this qualities when we meditate and and uh, focus our attention on ourselves we recognize ourselves so daivi sampad vimokshaya and nibandhaya asuri mata and this asuri sampatti leads us more and more into bondage anger jealousy hypocrisy arrogance too much of pride uh, all these qualities lead us into more bondage lead us into more and more into samsara we get attached to our body our people around we create negative karmas which bind us into this world see this this law of karma also behaves in a very strange way so whatever karma we do that type of result we gain so if we do negative karmas we get more bound because we have to come here to 
gain those results. It's like a person has got some capital, then he takes loan and then he takes some credit from here there and then doesn't give it back. Then wo gunde and all sorts of things happen and you fall into more and more trouble. Then you take some money from this fellow and give it to him and from that fellow you give it to him and all sorts of things we do. But the more we do, the more entangled we get into it. This is how it happens with our karma also. Then we get tied to that person and to get the result we have to come. And while getting result we do parishan to other person also. We get angry with someone. We are proud and we create trouble for someone. In this way we get entangled in this samsara. We can't just come out of it freely we get entangled. It is not only our karmas, but then the other person's karma also tie us into this world. Hmm. Suppose I do something negative towards the person, it is not only I get caught up in him, he also catches me. So both of us, we catch each other and remain in this samsara. It's like a crab which tries to escape. Some other crab, they catch hold of that crab and brings him down. So like that, this Asuri Sampatti binds us into this world. See this word Asu, Asura. Asura also is very interesting. Asura means Asuchi, unclean. One who revels in that which is unclean which is dirty, is called Asura. And these dirties are those, these qualities. So, one revels in those qualities. It is not only a person is angry, but one revels in anger, enjoys anger, positively looks forward to that. So, one who revels in negativities of life is called Asura. And one who plays in the positive qualities of life is called uh, uh, Devata. So, Daivi Sampatti and Asuri Sampatti are mentioned here. And uh, it is not that they are opposite also. They are at the same scale. I mean, in the same, uh, what you call, scale, yeah, at different degrees. Again, to give the example of the water and the temperature. That, uh, let us say a water at 50 degrees uh, uh, centigrade, okay, 50 degrees centigrade and some 60, 70. Uh, we can either call it a 50 degree hot or 50 degree cold also. It's just uh, different terms. They are at the same scale. They are at different uh, degrees. So, 0 degree, 1 degree, 2 degree, 3 degree, 4 degree. Huh? From, with respect to that which is 60 degree, we call this as a cooler. But with respect to something cooler, this will be warmer. So, this warm and cool is just a relative, temporary, relative factor. So, when we say somebody has got krodha, that krodha is nothing but absence of love. Absence of love. It's a less of love. So less of love is called krodha. 
when that love increases that krodha also is not called krodha then it is called love so this asuri sampatti also they are positive qualities only but at a very low level at a low level so when we focus our attention on that which is revealed as positive then we will find this negativity is automatically disappear like suppose the water temperature is very low you just don't look at it low but increase the heat and you will find the low temperature automatically disappears the water becomes hot you don't have to do anything special to remove the coolness you just bring heat and the water increases in its in its temperature similarly we don't have to do anything to remove the negativity we bring in that which is positive and negative will automatically fall off so daivi sampad vimokshaya nimandhaya surimata see the bhagavad gita is a great book on psychology also and it's a depth psychology it's not just mere psychology at a superficial level but psychology connected to our own self see when we only study mind intellect without connecting it to the self then it is more at a superficial level but here bhagwan connects our all these qualities with the self so it is much deeper so daivi sampad vimokshaya nivandhaya suri mata ma shucha sampadam daivim abhijato si pandava and he pandava he arjun don't be don't be uh, so uh, don't be sad ma shucha don't be sad because you are born with divine qualities bhagwan gives him certificate don't be sad i have just mentioned this negative qualities but you are born with divine qualities you are born in a such a wonderful family and you are born with these divine qualities see even though here arjuna was expressing in this battlefield certain negative tendency but he was potentially i mean he was really born with positive qualities only therefore he surrendered to bhagwan and really benefited from this uh, dialogue with the lord so bhagwan says don't be sorrowful you are born with this divine quality and we have to as i said we have to recognize this in ourselves here bhagwan himself told arjuna but we need not wait for bhagwan to come and tell us we can recognize these qualities in ourselves by uh, studying this positive qualities and finding what percentage we have within us so it is a, like a uh, what is it called self test like self assessment hmm. self assessment to assess ourselves so you can note down all these qualities and give percentage to yourself ye itna abhayam kitna percentage hai chalo kitna hoga so like that you can give hmm? 20 30 40 50 but give uh, properly ha huh? so fearlessness 
no fear and we can understand it by creating an imaginary condition let us say we say i am fearless so just imagine that okay suddenly yamaraj ji comes and tells you okay time ho gaya chalo so what will be your response to it will you be frightened or will you be ready okay chalo jaate hain at least let me say bye bye to people no no time nahi hai <laughs> so fear of death fear of uh, separation fear of uh, disease fear of old age people get frightened when the baal pak jate to unko pata nahi chalta kya karna hai then they apply this black thing and then they don't know whether they are young or old <laughs> others also get confused it's quite a difficult situation happens so fear all this fear if it is not there we can list it and find out at what level we are and it's very important because these are the expressions of our spiritual progress it's like a like a car whether it is functioning properly or not they can find out from the sound also of the engine how it is coming even stethoscope bhi laga ke dekhte hain kaisa awaaz aa raha hai engine se kadak 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 awaaz aa raha hai ki theek aa raha hai or even from our body how the sound is okay saas lo pakad lo chhod do so they come to know what is the condition of our body similarly from this we can know what is the condition of our state so ma shuchas sampadam daivim abhijato si pandava and i can say to all of you who are coming here also you can come here only if you have divine qualities the measure might be different but the very fact that you are coming here and listening to this bhagavad gita it's a sign that divine quality is there without that we won't listen it's not possible because these are words of bhagwan everyone will not have the uh, opportunity to hear it now bhagwan says in the next verse dwabhuta sargo lokesmin दैव विस्तर शोक्त आसुर पाथ मे शृणु दूत सर्गौलोकेसुर हाँ भगवान से देर आर टू टाइप्स ऑफ क्रिएशन इन दिस वर्ल्ड टू टाइप्स ऑफ क्रिएशन टू टाइप्स ऑफ सृष्टि एंड दे आर द दैव एंड आसुरी द डिवाइन एंड एंड द डेविलिश टू टाइप्स ऑफ सृष्टि क्रिएशन इज देयर इन दिस वर्ल्ड एक्चुअली द वर्ल्ड इज मेड अप ऑफ दिस पॉजिटिव एंड नेगेटिव world is made up of papa and punya good and bad joy and sorrow huh? success and failure this dwandva 
So this is part of this world. That is how it is. Because the world is the expression of these three gunas, Sattvagun, Rajogun, Tamogun. So Tamogun is, is negative, uh, Jada, inertia, and Sattvagun is positive. And uh, depending on the proportion of uh, this Rajogun in them, they are, they express this good and bad. So pure Sattvagun is pure good qualities. And uh, pure Rajogun or Tamogun is all negative qualities. So there are some people who are Rajasik and there are some who are Tamasik. Then their differences are also given that sometimes we call them Rakshasi also and Asuri also. I don't know the difference between Rakshasa and Asura. Hmm. So some are called Rakshas. And some are called Asura. Asura means one who, as I said, revels in that which is negative and dirty. And Rakshas is one who expresses harsh and violent behavior. They are Rakshas. In fact, the Asura Vritti or Asura nature only then comes out in the form of the Rakshasa Vritti. So when I revel constantly in something negative, then of course my expression will also be negative. So this uh, two extreme type of uh, uh, creation is there. Asura, Daiva and Asura. Bhagavan said, Daiva Vistarasha Proktaha. I have described in detail the divine qualities and the divine creation. And briefly Bhagavan had mentioned the Asuri, but now Bhagavan says that Asuram Partha Meshruno, I will tell in detail the Asura, so that also you listen, so that you understand and you will be able to drop it. See, very interesting thing is that at times we know what is good and bad also. But if nobody tells us that this is bad, then we don't get the strength to drop it. Even at home, sometimes we may have some negative quality and nobody says that it is galat hai. Because people are afraid to tell. They say, nah, what will that person say? So let it be. So then this person also start assuming that maybe it is good. Like bachcho se bhi, parents and all, they don't tell them clearly that this is not proper behavior. Then when they grow and when nothing can be done, that time we tell. Sometimes we don't tell them directly, we take them to court and tell. So, unless it is pointed out clearly, people will not recognize sometimes. Like in Ramayana also we find that Ravan was behaving in such a way, badly, and all his ministers were telling him, Are first class, what you are doing is very good. Nothing like that. And they used to go home and talk negative about it. He will create trouble for us. But on his face, they will say, you are the most wonderful person. What you are doing is the most nice thing. What to care about these human beings? You can take whatever you like. You... So in this way, they were not revealing. But Vivishan told him that what you are doing is not proper. It's wrong. It's adharma. 
and he got real wild because nobody dared to tell him that what he was doing was wrong. So he kicked Vibhishan. So we should be able to uh, understand, recognize the negative and somebody has to tell us that this is negative. So here Bhagwan is taking up that responsibility and telling us that galat hai, isko chhod do. This very important psychological point, factor, that unless somebody whom we believe, whom, in whom we have trust and faith tells us that ye galat hai, usko chhod do, kabhi kabhi ho some people they, who are attached to smoking, drinking and all, they also then sometimes tell, if you tell me to drop it, I will drop it. Baba, if you know it is negative, why don't you know it? Aap agar bol do. Ek bar bol do ki chhod do. Phir dekh kya hota hai. And they, sometimes, yeah, and they listen and they drop also. If they have that love and faith in some person and that person tells them, they just drop it. This is a psychological thing. Even about uh, our doing our sadhana, by ourselves if we decide, sometimes it doesn't work. But if someone tells us that you get up early in the morning, you do this mantra japa, you do this sadhana, if we have respect and reverence for that person, then we start doing it. So our mind works in a very strange way. So though we know these are negative qualities, we need somebody to tell us also that these are negative. So drop it. So Bhagwan tells us, Arjuna, that I have spoken to you about the Daivi Sampatti and now I will tell you in detail the Asuri. And the main uh, purpose is so that you recognize and drop them. So now from the next verse, Bhagwan describes Asuri Sampatti and this goes on till the end of the chapter. So let us uh, do it tomorrow.